0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, The disciple is not superior to his teacher, nor the slave to his master. It is enough for the disciple that he should grow to be like his teacher, and the slave like his master. If they call the master of the house Beelzebub, what will they not say of his household? Do not be afraid of them, therefore, For everything that is now covered will be uncovered, and everything now hidden will be made clear. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the daylight, what you hear in whispers proclaim from the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Fear him rather, who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Can you not buy two sparrows for a penny? And yet not one falls to the ground without your father knowing why every hair on your head has been counted. So there is no need to be afraid. You are worth more than hundreds of sparrows. So if anyone declares himself for me in the presence of men, I will declare myself for him in the presence of my Father in heaven. But the one who disowns me in the presence of men, I will disown in the presence of my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord send in his disciples out, not only gives them the ability to preach the gospel but he also gives them warnings against what they are to encounter and he adds now finally promises um, to the completion of the task. So he says, first of all to remind them that they are his disciples. We are his disciples. And so we should not expect any better treatment than our master himself received. The disciple is not superior to his teacher, nor the slave to his master. It is enough that they should be, the disciple should grow to be like his teacher, the slave like his master. Well, what did the master suffer? He suffered calumny. People ill-speaking him, attributing the good that he did to the power of evil, criticized him, obstructed him, blocked him, but constantly trying to undermine the good that he did. And he has sent us out as servants and more than servants, even as friends. And so we should expect to receive the same treatment. The good that we attempt in Christ's name will be opposed by the world, the flesh and the devil. So he says, even when you see opposition, when you face opposition, when you encounter opposition, do not be discouraged because of it, but rather know, since you are lambs among wolves, that your task is simply to convert the wolf by the virtues of meekness, humility, patience, endurance, so he says, do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of the opposition. For he, the reason he gives, for the reason that you should not be afraid, is that everything covered now will be uncovered. In other words, the good that we are doing, the good that we are contributing for salvation in the world, will in fact bear fruit. It will be made manifest. It will become clear. Time will show who those are that belong to Christ, and who those are that belong to the world and to the devil. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the daylight, what you hear in whispers, proclaim from the housetops. What I tell you in the dark, that is before his passion, after his passion, will be proclaimed in the daylight. Christ is our life, he has conquered death. What you hear in whispers, proclaim from the housetops, well what is heard in whispers is what said locally. And in a soft voice, and Christ, his voice was certainly meek. He did not raise his voice to to um, extinguish the 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 smoking um, candle, nor did he raise his voice in the streets to break the, the the wounded the bruised reed. Far from it. And so, as he speaks in Judea. To a few, so we are commanded to proclaim it in the whole world, which is certainly what the disciples did. Going out into the whole world boldly, they proclaimed the word. Their voice has gone through all the earth, um, says the prophet. And then to encourage us, because as he himself would encounter, face death, and indeed die, so we also will have to encounter and face death. perhaps die. So he says do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. We have to encounter death someday. The body must die. This is the penalty that we pay for Adam's sin. But the soul, no, the soul is made for God. It is immortal and so it can only be killed by sin. No man, no, no angel, no spirit can kill the soul only we can by submitting to sin so he says do not be afraid of those who can who can inflict the worst tortures on us because ultimately they cannot touch what is truly alive our faith in god he tells us nonetheless that we should know whom to fear and that is he who can destroy both body and soul in hell for he does punish sin and then, to show us the, the care and the concern that the Father has, he compares us to sparrows. Can not Can you not buy two sparrows for a penny? The sparrows being the least of birds. And yes, they are of little worth. Yet, at the same time, not one falls to the ground without our Father knowing. In other words, God's providence extends even to the most insignificant of creatures. And not only creatures, but this is why every hair on your head also has been counted. In other words, God knows the minutest details of things. So he says, do not be discouraged, do not be afraid, for you are more valuable than hundreds of sparrows. But even so, the two sparrows represent our body and our soul. And as the body is destined to fall to the ground, the soul is meant to soar to heaven. And if the soul falls to the ground, it will join the body in death. But if the soul triumphs over evil and is faithful to Christ, the body will join it in heaven. So then the Lord says, if anyone declares himself for me in the presence of men, I will declare myself for him in the presence of my Father in heaven. Christ cannot deny his own self. So as long as we remain united to him, we are confident that he will defend us and he will acknowledge that we are truly members of his household. But if through fear of suffering, if by the lure of riches, by the attraction of the world, we should be so unfortunate as to deny him, then he is not at fault. He is always faithful. It is we who have fallen away. And so we ask the Lord to give us that fortitude with which he blessed so many martyrs and confessors, those who have gone before us and suffered the most dreadful tortures, so as to remain firmly united to him. And those who overcome their own weaknesses, such as the the, the saints of chastity, and the saints who fought against avarice and worldliness, let us ask that we have their spirit, their fortitude, so we can remain faithful to Christ and confess him in the presence of men. Christ be our strength and our life. Christ be our reward, now and in eternity. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today we mm.